0: guys I'm Marissa and I'm a happy-go-lucky ray of freaking sunshine and this is my podcast sun happens I'm just a gal who fell in love with positivity and personal growth even more than that I'm committed to becoming the best version of myself and empowering others to do the same join me every other Monday and let me help you shine a little brighter remember sun happens when you can't find it create it Hi, and welcome back to Sun Happens podcast. Uh, I think it's been two weeks since I posted an episode, it's really unclear. And if you just heard that buzzer, that was my dryer going off because this girl did laundry today. You're welcome, you're all welcome. Thank you, thank you. Round of round of applause. Okay, so, anyways. Uh, Welcome back, you guys, to Sun Happens Podcast, where um, we come together and we realize that none of us really have it together. We're all just, uh, can't talk, we're all just humans trying to figure it out, right? We're, We're making the best decisions with what we have, where we are right now. And that sometimes shit, excuse my French, shit happens. Um, but you know what? Sun happens too. And and that's not to say, and this is relevant to today's episode, that's not to say that we ignore all the negative things. That's not what sun happens means. But what it does mean is that we are able to find calmness and stillness in the chaos and in the bad things and we're able to by being still and by reflecting and um practicing personal growth we're able to create sunshine and make sun where we once thought there would only be badness and chaos and and yeah so shit happens but sun happens too. And that's the premise of this entire podcast. Like the whole, like not just this episode, but my, my podcast as a whole. Right. Um, and so I just want to remind you guys before I go into today's episode about stillness, um, that there's no, there's no judgment here. Uh, I just like, wow, I just got chills. Sometimes I feel like the universe or whatever like reaffirms what I'm saying because when I say it I just get this like <sighs> like this calm feeling and like I literally got chills so yeah there is no judgment here um, I understand that you're doing your best with the life that you've been given and you guys hopefully understand that I Marissa am doing my best every single day uh, even if I don't always hit the mark even if I don't always get it right and um, I think that's what makes this community so powerful is that there's I mean within reason right but there's nothing too dark and I love to tell people that I love to love people in their darkness like the good the bad and the ugly right and I don't just love you when things are good I don't I um, I want to love you when you feel like your world is crumbling. Uh, I want to love you when most people would run away or, or decide that you have nothing to offer them anymore because the good parts are gone. I want you to understand that I love you just as you are. If you never brought anything good to the table, I love you. You are whole and you are perfect all by yourself. And I'm just going to keep repeating that every single podcast, even when you feel just bad or you've made a bad decision or you made a bad mistake, whatever it is, the good, the bad and the ugly. That's what this community is. There is no judgment here. There's only people trying to grow, trying to become the best versions of yourself. And I don't believe that you can do that um, unless you're willing to be authentic enough to say, I'm not as good as I'm portraying on the outside here. Here's where I fail and I, I want to grow from this and I want to be better. So that's my spiel. I just spent the first four minutes um, talking to you guys about that, but, but that's fine. So, okay. Today's episode is about stillness. Um, also, fun fact, the word stillness and the word silent have the same letters as the word Listen. And I don't know, sometimes my brain randomly puts connections together and sometimes I feel like it's my intuition being like, hey, I'm I'm putting this connection together for a reason. So silent, stillness, and listen, all in the same family. That's all I'm saying. So I don't know, maybe that means something to you. But anyways, so I've titled today's episode, Be Still My Soul. And I just think that is such a soothing, soothing title because that's what, that's what it is, right? It's um, reminding your soul that it's okay to take a moment when the world is chaotic all around us and we feel like things are falling apart, that we're still allowed to be still. And we're so allowed to take time to re-energize and be in control when everything else feels out of control. So this episode is going to be about three parts. That was my, my girlfriend gave me the idea. She's like, okay, you need structure to this episode. Apparently I haven't had much structure and I'm totally not offended at all. I love this. I love the feedback. I love that there are different people out there who need different things, right? Um, so she suggested that I (laughs) structure this into three parts. So basically it's what is stillness and what does it mean to me? Okay. Uh, what does stillness look like? So some actionable items that you guys could actually put to the test, right? Not to the test, but put into action and, and do and practice in your life. And then, um, Yeah, you know what? I think I want to stop there. I do. I do. Okay, so it's gonna be two parts. What is it? And what does it mean to me? And what does it look like for you guys? Um Yeah. Okay, so stillness. What is it? Um, I've been trying to put words into exactly what I feel it is, and I was like, you know what, Marissa, you feel what stillness is. But you're having trouble verbalizing. And so we did what we always do. And we went to Google. And we said, Google, define stillness. <laughs> and it never fails. It really, absolutely, it just never fails. So stillness <laughs> is the calm, quiet, motionless state. It's what it is, right? It is... Like the quiet and the calmness, it's something that it gives us the time to, the time and the space to self-reflect and actually hear our thoughts and and be alone with ourselves. And uh, for me, it's listening to the intuition and understanding what your mind, your heart, your body are all trying to tell you if you would just take a second to slow down and listen to it. See silent stillness. Listen. I feel like that's what stillness is. I feel like it's slowing down and taking a moment to listen to your authentic self and what you want, what you feel, and you have to make time for it. You do. And I can say that because I'm learning that. Um, So one of the last episodes that I recorded, Lego My Ego, and I think that was the one where I talked about... March was really going to be a time of what I call hermit mode where I really just go into myself and I take time to be still and figure out who I am and what I want and, and what that means and, and heal from things that I I didn't even know that I needed healing from. Um, and so for all of March, I've been in this hermit mode and, and obviously I never want to do an episode that um, that I'm not actually going through. Like, I want this podcast to be as authentic as possible. Uh, so, if you hear it on this podcast, it's it's because it's something that I have gone through, or someone very close to me has gone through, and and this is how you know we got through it, or what we're learning, and how we're developing, or transitioning, or transforming. You know, so I've been in this hermit mode, and so stillness um, has been a really, really big thing while I'm in hermit mode. Um, so, you know, we talked about what stillness is, but for me, this is, this is why it matters. And I think that this is relevant to all of you, but in a different way, or maybe a different scenario, but, um, the world and culture tells us that we need to be on the go all the time. (sighs) I'm just taking a deep breath. You know what? Yeah, pause and take a deep breath if you want. Like in through your nose, right? And out through your mouth. (sighs) Unclench your jaw and like release your shoulders. Just take a moment to do that. Just a reminder. I needed that reminder. But so the world just tells us, no, 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 you need to go all the time. You can can sleep when you're dead. The amount of times that I've heard that you can sleep when you're dead is insane to me. Um, But from working full-time to trying to have a social life to having a hobby like my podcast that I really care about and really want to put my best effort into and grow and and impact lives to social media I don't I may have already said that but to then having um, my husband who I'm trying to spend time with and, and my family and and then there's just no time left for for us anymore so I I don't know and and for me personally I have taken that workaholism go 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 culture to the nth degree like I always do because anything worth doing is worth overdoing hey am I right what (laughs) but um on top of what culture says right of being go 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 I think that there's another element to it and I think that a lot of times our brains are like cavemen. If there's one theme that I keep seeing in in every book or in TED Talks or in therapy, anything like that, is that your brain is wired to protect you. And so when your brain, um, I guess, feels threatened, it wants to protect itself. How that plays out in my life Is when there is a negative feeling, whether it be like any negative feeling, discomfort, anger, sad, uh, shame, guilt, whatever it is, my brain says, Oh, no, 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 Marissa. We're, we're, no, no, honey. Um, we're not going to feel that. We're going to actually just shove that down. But what we're going to do is we're going to listen to four podcasts today. We're going to read an entire book. We're going to maybe clean. We're going to go drink alcohol. And then we're c- going to come home and we're going to binge 42 Netflix episodes. Boom. I got you, Marissa. Right? That's my brain. And so my brain thinks that it's protecting me by distracting me from the chaos inside of me and um how that plays out in my life is um in a couple different ways right so i distract myself with eating um i distract like overeating like binging right it's if i feel sad um and i never put this connection together until i went into hermit mode recently so it's it's kind of interesting to me but um I changed my diet I lost 15 pounds and then I realized one day I was really sad and I ate an entire thing of pasta and weird I felt better um, so that showed me recently that I resort to eating as a distraction and as a way to ignore what I'm feeling um, there's also drinking like I I don't drink because I like the taste all the time, right? I drink because I want to have a good time, because I want to feel good, because I don't want to, I don't want to be alone with my thoughts. And, um, but just like anything, right? Social media, anything can be a distraction, even good things. Okay. So that's what I want to tell you. Like, It's not just drinking or eating or anything like that. There are good things that can be serving as a distraction for you. Right, It's like, for example, a good thing would be listening to personal growth podcast. But if you're taking up every single moment listening to podcasts so that you don't have to sit with yourself alone, because what would you have to feel if you were alone with yourself? Then it's probably a distraction. Um, And I think I learned that about myself about two years ago. Um, because I was very heavily involved in the church. Um, I was really trying to work on my spiritual growth. I still am every single day. Um, and one of my pastors encouraged me to practice. Oh my God. Ah! I am so sorry. And I know that that was so loud and I'm not even going to delete it from the podcast because if I do, then it'll be all choppy and weird. And we're just gonna, you're going to like this news. Okay. You'll like it. So anyways, one of my pastors had encouraged me to be quiet and be by myself, but I was so scared of what I would feel if I did that because I had anxiety and sadness and grief and suppressed anger that I didn't even know existed. And, um, it was the most terrifying thing for me and I never understood until that moment that. All of these things, though they may be good, <clears throat> are distractions. Um, but here's the other thing, right? The more time you put into trying to distract yourself, um, it's exhausting. I mean, like I would go, 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 and then I would crash. I mean, like I would just have, I would be so depleted, and I had nothing else to give. And it's like. Wow, I went for like four months nonstop and now I need a month of rest because I've refused to listen to my body and what my body needs and what I actually feel inside. Um, So, yeah, stillness is taking the time to create a calm, quiet moment, even if there's chaos, even if you're on a crowded street, even if you're in a busy retail store, whatever it is, and being able to quiet the mind and be in touch with who you are and what you feel. It's as simple as that. Um, What does it look like in your life? Well, I can tell you, um, as I've gone into hermit mode, um, I have really wanted to remove as many distractions as possible. So again, you really are going to have to self-reflect and analyze your life to decide what what is serving as a distraction for you. Um for me, I decided to um deactivate my social media. Uh not really deactivate but not go on it. Um I decided that I need to better my diet, which has been a really, really, really big struggle for me. Um I have decided that <sighs> I want to add some things to my life. So to reach stillness for me it wasn't just about removing distractions it was adding some actions and behaviors so there's kind of there's there's two steps when it comes to action items and as far as how to practice stillness okay so for me it was first removing the things that are no longer serving me um having a cap on the amount i drink each week or stopping at one and not getting completely plastered uh every single time not that I'm ever really super drunk but even tipsy right if I'm doing it for the wrong motivations um overeating when I'm not hungry just for the sake of overeating uh again the social media so the first step was to remove the things that I knew were distractions um which is a really 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 scary thing because once I remove all the distractions what comes flooding in the negative feelings I've been avoiding. Um, so then, moving forward, it's you know, first step, removing the things that are no longer serving you. Second step is, um, what things do you need to add to your life um, to practice stillness? Um, this might look different for everyone. I think the the common one that everyone probably on on listening on here is um, thinking is is breathing, taking time to really sit down and take a deep breath and and keep your mind quiet but also allowing your mind to flow as it does and when you realize that your brain is is thinking again bringing yourself back to stillness right and you just practice this it's the key it's it's meditation right meditation and breathing um i think it's going on a walk i think walking is a form of meditation and stillness Um, especially if, I don't know, I I just, I just read a book. Stillness is the key by Ryan Holder, I believe it is. And that's one of the things he said was almost every great leader in this world practiced stillness. And there were like two common factors that every great leader did that, that made them successful. They walked a lot and they journaled. Um, so go on a walk. You know, whether it's a silent walk or whether you have music or whether you bring a notebook to kind of walk and then write things down as you have brain waves. That's what I call them as I have thoughts that come to me when I'm like not thinking or, or you know, um, but seriously, journal. Sometimes I'll walk and I just will listen to myself of, oh, that place looks good and I'll sit there and then I just lay in the grass and I look at things and I just find things that I'm grateful for. And I just, I'll meditate on that for a second. And then I just, I just write whatever ends up coming to mind. Um, So that's like one of, one of the practices. Sorry, I just heard something outside my door. So I literally just got so distracted. Squirrel. Um, But anyways, so. So back to, you know, talking about like writing and stuff sometimes I'll write intuitively for um friends um I will write an intuitive letter to myself an intuitive letter just means writing exactly what comes to your mind in that moment um I will write to God I will um sometimes do a pros and cons list like there's so many different things I just it's like a way to dump all of the stuff in your brain that is just dying to get out onto a piece of paper. Um, whether that's sadness or whether that's, yeah, maybe it's a letter to no one. Maybe it's just that maybe it's the brain dump. Um, I also, one thing I, I realized recently that I, I do is, um, a tedious task. So I've realized I'm really still when I have a tedious task and all I can focus on is that task. So it's like, it's like breathing, but, Like I was erasing something off my dry erase board, but it was really hard to get off. And there was a lot of dry erase marker on there. So it was a mindless task, but it really required my full focus. And I had some such like thoughts with depth in those moments that (laughs) I don't know. I'm like, wow, that's a form of meditation. Um, Another thing that, that I'll do personally. And again, you really have to find out what works for you, but I'll visualize. So like, I'll go in my prayer closet and I will sit down or lay down or whatever. And I'll just be like, okay, God, well, what do you want me to see? And, um, I usually come back to the same images. It's like, if I'm sad, I usually feel like I am covered almost like it's it's usually like Jesus or, an angel or something like that, that is just like, you know, I'll I'll be in like a little cocoon slash fetal position. And then they're just like holding me. Um, or if I need comfort or if whatever, whatever it is, I, I usually imagine the hand of God, which I imagine is a really, really big hand infinite probably. And I imagine me just in the palm of his hand, just like laying there. And I feel so secure and so protected, Um, and then another like thing that I'll visualize often is I'm in a field. Um, there's usually a lot of really tall grass. Um, sometimes I'm walking with someone, sometimes I'm not. And the wind is blowing at me. The sun is in the air. I'm facing the sun. I feel the sun on my face and my arms are out and the wind is just coming at me. And there's just nothing more peaceful, um, than looking toward the sun for me. It's like, the sun, which is for me a representation of God and joy and hope. Um, even when things are hard, even when the wind is swirling around you, I can look to the sun and remember that I'm okay, that I'm grounded here, and I'm good, and that life is working for me and it's not happening to me, right? Like it's happening for me, not to me. I'm not a victim. Um I get to live this life and have the best life. So Anyways, visualization is is one of those, those things that you can try. Um, but just to wrap this up, because I really don't like to go over 30 minutes. Um, guys, stillness really is a sanctuary. It is, it's a place where you can retreat to at any time, even when, like I said, even when the world is swirling and chaotic around you. And being able to take that moment and just be in touch with who you are and feel safe and secure and okay. I'm sorry, but that's just so powerful. So yeah, so sometimes you have to stop and you have to take a a breath and you have to say, be still my soul. You need it. Your soul needs it. The people around you need it. They need you to practice and listen to yourself and know who you are and become the healthiest version of yourself, right? Big picture thinking is if you become the best version of yourself, then you can go out to the wo- into the world and conquer your purpose and make massive impact and be who you're meant to be because you're heal- healed and because you've taken the time to feel the hard things and then understand that if only you take some time to be still, there is nothing, not one thing that you can't get through if you take the time to quiet down and re-energize. And I think that's where I end. I love you guys. I love you guys. I do. Ah, All right. And remember, sun happens. When you can't find it, create it.